What's going on, guys? This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show. I'm your host, Taylor Lote. This is the show that will help you escape the Wall Street casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. Today is Thursday, May 26th of 2022, and we are making this is a single episode. This is just me talking about recent developments in commercial real estate. What we're going to go through here today, we're going to walk through a recent article that was put out by wealthmanagement.com going through and interviewing 10 economists about the future of commercial real estate investing. This is a very recent article put out yesterday, May 25th of 2022. And that's the day that I'm recording this episode, Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. We're going to go through a couple of the interviews, select a few things that each one of them had to say about the future of commercial real estate investing. And as always, links will be in the show notes in case you want to read these things for yourselves and make up your own minds. Of course, always encourage that. So first off, we're going to start with an interview between wealthmanagement.com and Kevin Fagan, the head of commercial real estate economic analysis for Moody's Analytics. So great credentials there. So we're going to start with the first question that they asked Kevin, quote, what are the three biggest headwinds facing the U.S. commercial real estate industry today? Kevin's answer, first, inflation and interest rates put pressure on values but commercial real estate can generally serve as an inflation hedge when rent growth can mute implied value declines of rising cost of capital. Lower demand commercial real estate assets or even high demand assets that are already priced very tightly could suffer nonetheless. Hence, we've seen a flight to quote safety asset classes like multifamily and industrial over the last year. Second, consumer sentiment and expenditures are slowing exemplified by the recent pain reported by many national retailers. This could result in a drag on more consumer-oriented property types like retail and multifamily. Third, the rising risk of a recession. So he's saying, first, inflation and interest rates. Second, consumer sentiment and expenditures are down. And third, the rising risk of a recession, just to summarize that there. Now, there are several questions that they ask him in this interview. We're going to jump to the last one, which is which property types are most likely to thrive over the next 12 to 24 months and why? Kevin's answer, generally, multifamily and industrial still have a significant gap between demand for space versus new supply being delivered, which will support these sectors on average. Anchored and experiential retail in areas with strong demographics will continue to build on its recovery out of the pandemic. While the sector overall is unlikely to thrive in the near, near term, many high quality office properties may perform well as firms return and remember the importance of in-person working and the need for quality office space. Flex office like co-working space is likely to thrive. The need for flexibility is rising and the curated enterprise solutions provided by a myriad of operators beyond rework, excuse me, beyond we work will be increasingly attractive for both corporate tenants and building owners. So in the first answer, he kind of gave a little bit of a caution toward multifamily, especially as consumers budgets are tightened and people are kind of easing back on their expenses. So that's a headwind, right? But he's providing us a tailwind as well for those of us who invest in multifamily. And I think he's right about that, that supply and demand are still very heavily mismatched in most markets. So we need to be 
cautious and aware of the headwinds, but also mind the tailwinds and things that are helping us along the overall demand drivers that will continue to push the multifamily industry forward. Great to hear that industrial is doing well as well or projected to do well in the future. And now let's jump to the next economist that we've picked out for today's discussion. So next up, we go to an interview with Pesam Naji, the president and CEO of Marcus and Millichap. If you're not aware of Marcus and Millichap and who they are, they're one of the leading commercial real estate brokerages in the United States. And they also produce a lot of research and guidance for real estate investors out there. This gentleman is the president and CEO of that huge company. So his opinion certainly carries a lot of weight and has a lot of data driving it. So the question that they asked him that we're going to focus on for this discussion, there are several others that they asked him, quote, if we are in fact heading toward a recession, what lessons can commercial real estate investors and landlords apply from previous recessions? So his answer, remember, this is the president and CEO of Marcus and Millichap, quote, a recession is not a foregone conclusion. Both the timing and severity of any impending downturn has yet to be determined. Many have pointed to the recession of 1981 to 1982 for historical perspective because it was at least partially induced by a rapid tightening of monetary policy during a high inflation cycle. That recession was moderate, both in terms of duration and severity, but it was mild relative to the Great Recession. The current situation is very different, though, because both the current economy, banking system, and commercial real estate fundamentals are much stronger than they were going into the Great Recession, and in fact, the last few cycles. In addition, Chairman Powell has suggested increasing the overnight rate by 200 basis points to 300 basis points this year not 1,150 basis points of the target rate increases like Chairman Volcker indicated or initiated in the second half of 1980. Unless we see the 10-year Treasury yield rise beyond 4.0 to 4.5%, the path forward should be a real estate market shift, not a crash. And he's acknowledging that the interest rate increases that are projected today, the federal funds rate increases that are projected today, are still far lower than Paul Volcker initiated in the 1980s, early 1980s, that sparked the recession at that time to really tamp down the inflation. Now, yesterday, Wednesday, the 25th, there was some news, some Federal Reserve news about sticking to a increased schedule. So keep your eye on that. The Fed is likely to continue to increase interest rates, even with people talking about potential recession coming down the road, they're going to stick with those interest rate increases. At least as far as we can see right now, there's been no shift that is still going to continue the way it was. So now moving on to the third economist who we're focusing on here. And again, there are 10 economists that they interviewed. They asked them all the same couple of questions and the links are in the show notes. So if you want to read these for yourselves, I certainly encourage you to do so. I'm just picking out some of the more instructive answers that these economists provided for us. So last but not least, we're going to talk about an interview with Ryan Severino, the chief economist for JLL. Again, a huge real estate company. We're going to focus on one of the questions that he was asked, which is, quote, they asked him, what advice do you have for commercial real estate investors and landlords in today's economic environment? Ryan's answer, quote, think medium to long-term. The, pro the most probable outcome of the current environment is a soft landing. Either the Fed will land the plane safely 
or we will end up in a short and shallow recession. Either way, as long as investors avoid some kind of event risk, like a big lease rollover, loan maturity, et cetera, commercial real estate should handle that landing well and then be off and running again through the next reacceleration in the economy. The risk is more about timing than the merits of the asset class itself, which continues to prove its worth over time, end quote. So again, to point out a particular aspect, the way he started his answer is to think medium to long-term. Of course, I would encourage you in your real estate investing to always think medium to long-term, no matter what. We would need to be able to make it through rough patches in the short term, but we should always focus on the long-term in our investing plans, no matter what we're investing in. Here, we're talking about commercial real estate, which includes larger multifamily, self-storage, mobile home parks, industrial office, and many other asset classes that we've discussed here in this discussion today. Overall, these economists do provide a little bit of caution, but are still very comfortable with the state of commercial real estate today and into the future over the next year to two years and beyond. We, of course, need to be aware of increasing interest rates and build that into our business plans, be knowledgeable about what's going on, especially with the slowdown in consumer spending. But none of them are sounding the alarms or anything along those lines. They're talking about the capital markets, which is definitely very important. The capital markets were a big center of the Great Recession, a big cause of the size and scope of the Great Recession. It wasn't driven by the real estate itself. It was driven by, frankly, Wall Street just kind of going crazy, really loosening lending standards, especially in the single family homeowner type of market. We're not seeing that today. Lending standards are still there. Lenders are still having people you know, provide documentation and properly qualify for the loans, put money down. And we're not seeing these big uh, adjustable rate mortgages like we saw prior to the Great Recession. So things are different now. The lending env environment has changed. The macroeconomic environment is different today than it was 12 years ago, 14 years ago. So we need to bear all of these things in mind and keep an eye on what the economists and the experts are saying. Once again, if you'd like to read these for yourselves, the links are in the show notes. I would encourage you to do so. Check them out. Very interesting interviews. There are 10 in total, and they all were asked several questions. I just picked out a few, but overall, once again, we're seeing hope and a little bit of cautious optimism for the future of commercial real estate investing and several asset classes. Most of them focus, most of these interviews focus on multifamily and industrial real estate as the best place to be moving forward. But again, I'll encourage you to read these interviews for yourselves. And you know what? I'm going to hit you with one more question that they asked Ryan from JLL. They asked him, which property types are most likely to thrive over the next 12 to 24 months and why? This is the last question that they asked him. It's the last one we're going to talk about here. His answer, quote, in the short term, it is hard to argue against strong defensive sectors like apartment and industrial. We simply aren't building enough housing units in the U.S. to keep up with demographically driven demand. Estimates vary, but we are in a housing shortage that will not get fixed in the short run. For industrial, while shift toward more goods consumption isn't fully permanent, it will take a while for consumers to readjust back to pre-pandemic norms, especially if the pandemic lingers on a while longer. That suggests continued demand for industrial, while supply will struggle to keep up with demand in many markets in the short run. So his answer focused on apartment and industrial, especially over the, especially over the next 
12 to 24 months. And that is really a kind of a repeated theme that we see across these 10 interviews with these uh, expert economists who focus on the commercial real estate investing industry. A lot of focus on apartments slash multifamily, a lot of focus on industrial and a little bit of caution toward retail and office, but still saying that there may be some potential there in the right niches of those specific asset classes. As long as you really know what you're doing, you're getting into it. But focusing on investing in things that people need that are in short supply, especially in apartment buildings, in growing areas with demographically driven demand. So a lot of great information in these interviews. Once again, the links are in the show notes. Check them out, read them, make up your own mind. And I hope you enjoyed this discussion. I'm your host, Taylor Lote. We'll be back here on Monday with our next interview. And I'm going to keep doing these individual episodes, bringing you updates from the real estate investing space, especially from the commercial real estate investing space, because that's what I invest in. That's what I think is the best investment as far as real estate investing goes. And we'll keep rolling. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye.